This is Talk Freight. Talk Freight. And this is Craig Bliss. What's up, everybody? My name is Craig. Today is Monday, so of course that means it's time for another Make More Money Mondays sponsored by truckstop.com episode. I have to warn you, I feel a little sick today. Uh, I'm sure I'll get over it tomorrow or the next day, but want to let you know just in case, you know, I have like a coughing tag. Or if you hear the sound of my fan below me, um, keep getting, you know, these weird hot flashes, then cold and all that jazz. So I want to turn on the fan so I'm not sweating to death. Definitely annoying. You know, definitely wrong timing for sure. But the show must go on. Maybe I'll talk about, you know, why I'm slightly paranoid um, at the end here if we have a few minutes here. Uh, today, as the uh, title says, we're going to talk about this book and now uh, this booking now feature, this booking now button, uh, whatever you guys want to talk it. I want to talk about it for a couple of reasons, actually. Uh, first, I think the companies who are offering this booking now can do a lot of better explaining um, or explain the features to drivers a lot better. You know, I'm not dogging on the companies who definitely released it, um, especially like my great sponsor, truckstop.com, but they even did a, uh, or they could have done a better job explaining these booking now features me uh to drivers there you know i found a line there on one of the lines it's funny on one of the lines you know truck stop did to or truck stop said to ex, uh, explain the benefits to carriers this is what they said they said carriers if they use this booking out feature will have more time to grow their business and spend more time with their family come on truck stop <laughs> you could have come up with something better than that because on the, on the next line of that statement they went into detail explaining the benefits uh, that brokers will have using the feature. My first thought was something is wrong here. You know, truck shop, they're typically a driver's ally or a small, you know, the little guy in the industry ally. Uh, so I thought they could explain it better. But nonetheless, I'm here to give you the details to my owner off friends, you know, small fleet owners, carriers, drivers, all that jazz. Because this book and now stuff is not just for brokers. They're just the one paying for it. Uh, and that's actually a question I'm going to answer. So I don't want to get too far ahead. Anyways, the uh, second reason I feel um, that I want to explain this, this book and now feature because not long ago, I think just late last year, September, October, November, something like that. Book and now was basically just a new thing. You know, I actually talked about it then. Not very many people knew about it. Now, all of a sudden, it's popping up everywhere. You know, truckstop.com, of course, they has it. Uh, Trucker Tools, they have it. And I just heard a couple weeks ago from, you know, your favorite freight broker, Freight Broker Live, that DAT is about to launch their own booking now feature. Don't know a lot or don't have a lot of information about the DAT ones, but I think it's set to launch, you know, in a few months or so. But it's kind of crazy how all at once everyone's getting it, jumping on board, um, you know, with this technology. When I mean everyone, everyone getting on board, I'm talking about, of course, low boards, truck stop, trucker tools, DAT. I'm sure there's a lot more that I just don't know about it. As I mentioned, you know, late last year or such, I actually made a video kind of explaining the uh, book it now feature or the benefits to it. It was more towards the brokers at that time in the video, I do admit. But at the time, I actually wasn't sure if drivers or anybody really get on board. But now all of a sudden, I'm really seeing a whole bunch more, a lot more people, uh, especially drivers, getting interested in this. You know, honestly, I've been slightly interested in it. I'm all about the technology, all about the changes. So I find it interesting that more and more drivers um, are kind of jumping on this bandwagon too, because I do do think it will help out. Uh, just as I talked about, you know, late last year in my video, 
but we will kind of get to that um, soon. But I did notice something. I guess we could say a third thing. As more and more companies like Truck Stop and I guess DAT are writing blog posts and posting in their Facebook groups about these features, I see a lot more posts and comments from drivers asking questions about it. I don't see a lot of, you know, responses to it. Um, but drivers basically have all about the same questions. So I definitely want to go through the top questions I personally get, you know, from my messenger, my page, and the ones I see my group, freight brokers and truck drivers. Um, like I said, I know there's a bunch more questions, but I'm only going to touch on the questions that I personally got in my Facebook messenger or the ones I seen in the Facebook group, you know, posted more than once or the comments that um, were posted more than once. Um, I basically started the easy ones, you know, about what is it, how, how does it cost and all that jazz and kind of uh, work my way down the list. If you guys have any questions about this book now, want me to clarify something, want me to expand on something, um, just let me know. I'm sorry, I'm getting, I'm getting really hot again, but I'll be, I'll be cool. Anyways, yeah, like I said, if you want me to expand on something, explain something, want me to go further in detail, just drop them in the comments. If you're watching live, hopefully I can, uh, you know, see the comments live. I have to switch on my phone for some odd reason, doesn't pop it up on my screen. I just have to check on my phone, so I do apologize if there's a delay in the response. But anyways, let's hop into the questions. Um, I got my handy little list. You know me, I love yellow notebooks. So I got my list. I wrote down all my questions. I should have put them on my screen, but here we at. Uh, the first one basically is what is booking now exactly and does it cost? Well, I know everyone's going to explain, you know, the booking now a little bit differently. So bear with me. You know me. I like explaining things uh, in nutshells <laughs> to give you a better understanding of it in a lot less words. So basically, in a nutshell, booking now allows carriers to instantly book freight and receive a rate confirmation all throughout all through an app without actually talking to a broker. Now on the same hand, brokers are able to post a load, assign a carrier and actually send the rate confirmation directly to the carrier or to their approved carriers, uh, which means already set up carriers. This allows carriers to click on that book it now on a load, accept that rate con and most cases get tracked from shipper to receiver all within the app again, without the need to speak with a broker. And now, as I said earlier, brokers have to pay for this, but it's free for drivers. Not exactly sure how much brokers have to pay to use this booking out feature or to get you know access to the booking out features. But luckily, this stuff is free for drivers uh, because it, it just needs to be. Now, I'm gonna answer this already. Even though it's questioned down, you don't have to use it. I wanna say that early on because a lot of drivers say, I'm not gonna use that nonsense and you know, end the video here. Uh, but that's not the case. I'm going to tell you what it, you know what it's about, what it does, all that jazz, and then you can make a better decision. Um, go with it, Steven. I see your comment. I don't think booking now and today's pay go hand in hand. It's an advantage for the broker. I, I'm going to touch on that. I I'm glad you asked that. Thank you for chiming in. I know you chimed in on last time's show here. Um, Steven Hernandez says I don't think book it now feature and today's pay go hand in hand. LOL. It's an advantage to the broker. That's actually a question on here. So maybe it was from you who posted it. I'm not sure who posted these questions. Um, so I apologize, should have put the name here. But here we go. But like he said, uh, it doesn't go hand in hand, but I'm gonna answer that. So anyways, where was I at? Sorry, a scroll moment there. So when the brokers post a load on this app, essentially book it now just allows carriers to book it now instantly. It doesn't cost, it, you know, brokers had to pay for it, but it definitely doesn't cost for carriers so you won't see any you know, added charges or anything like that. 
Uh, second question is, I haul specialty freight. There is no way an app can ask the right questions. I'm with you. <laughs> I touched on this, you know, a little bit in my video uh, late last year. Not exactly sure what people think they can do or maybe they don't know the limitations, but I am totally, totally with you. You know, I think there's no way a driver can confidently, you know, book freight using the book and now feature when the shipment is offered, when the shipment offered is like a specialty or requires something more than basic or general freight. You know, if you're hauling flatbed stuff, you know, specialty stuff, sure it works for flatbed. I just don't have a solid answer on that, so I apologize. But I'm definitely sure it hauls for flatbed if it's more like simple, no permits required, all that stuff. Uh, it'll be great for general drive-in, general reefer. I know reefer has some touch and go stuff there a little bit, uh, but general drive-in freight. I mean, people you have heard me say, I used to haul like boxes, bottles. I mean, pick up here, deliver here, first come first or both sides, boom, boom, boom. That's easy. <laughs> people should be able to book it, you know, book it now and move along the way. I definitely can't imagine, you know, people hauling wind turbines or those, you know, those blades or whatever on a book it now basis. Uh, it would also be challenging, as I'm thinking about right now, uh, for like a multi-stop shipment, a multi-pick or a multi-drop, or even if the location, let's say, had like two or three deliveries, let's say delivery B was like uh, by appointment, but delivery A and C was first come, first serve, it would be kind of rough, you know, fitting all the pieces together and figuring out how it can work for a driver on a book it now. So that question I definitely want to answer because I'm with you. If you're hauling specialty freight, if you're hauling that high dollar stuff um, on the specialty world or something that requires something more than basic or general requirements, you probably can't benefit from this yet. But on the same token, if you're hauling that freight, you're probably making some good money where you don't need this feature like booking now to keep you loaded. I'm sure brokers are keeping you on speed dial, um, but that's another story here. Anyways, the next question is, how do I know if a load is on a book it now? So it's like this. Like I said, there's a whole bunch of apps or the trucker tools, you know, DAT is coming in the truck stop app. On the truck stop app, you will actually see an indicator that says like book it now. Um, like I said, it's the same with other low, low providers or the, the providers of the book it now, I'm imagining. But at least on the truckstop.com driver app, you would see a little indicator that says book it now. Right now, if you're turning on your app, you probably won't see a lot because there's not that many brokers um, in respect to everybody in the spot market playing with this booking now. We're gonna see a lot more, you know, Night Swift signed on, Schneider signed on, you know, late last year. I think Kingsgate Logistics, they're definitely not the biggest ones, but they're pretty big. Um, they signed on. So as these people or the bigger people sign on, we should start seeing, you know, the smaller guys, more, uh, not necessarily smaller, but the brokers who are not the megas, if you will. The brokers that we see and use and book freight with every day, they should be jumping on board here soon. They just have to pay for it and get on board. But anyways, you would know, you know, very clearly if a load is booking now. If you want to use booking now, you really can't miss it. It says it right there. Not hard to find. And of course, you don't have to use it. I already said that once, but you definitely don't have to use booking now. You're not going to be forced to use it to book freight. However, I want to touch up on this because, Stephen, I'm not to your question yet, but I'm going to get to it. I want to touch up on that because, you know, as time goes on, I think more people are gonna start requiring this booking now. Not only that, I think this booking now is gonna evolve uh, where people are gonna start requiring, you know, or wanting this more. Um, but I'll say that to the end. I wanna touch on a three-part rating question because this is exactly what Steven Hernandez was saying earlier about he does not think the, <clears throat> the booking now rate is gonna match what the rate is hand-to-hand. -hand. 
basically saying matching what the market is saying. And I'm with you. I have a three-part rating. <coughs> Sorry. I have a three-part rating question that I want to touch on. Basically, it's who's setting the rate? Um, truck. It's who's setting the rate? What does a fair market value mean? And what if I want to ask for more money? I'm going to go in order. So basically on who's setting the rate. With the booking now, uh, just like he's kind of mentioning, the brokers and shippers are actually the ones setting the rates without negotiation. This is actually going to lead to my next question, so stay with me. Um, but when a broker essentially has one of these booking now freight or he puts one of his loads to be accepted on booking now, they basically have to post all the load information. You know, mine's the shipper and the receiver name plus the rate. That's basically meaning no negotiation because there's not a spot that says like bid or negotiate better rate or ask for more money. There's no feature like that that I'm aware about on truckstop.com and I've not heard of any features like that. Maybe other guys have it. I have not seen it, but as I know so far with the booking now, there's not a feature to bid, request another rate or negotiate another rate. So this is going to get very, very interesting with you know, the system being used with brokers setting the rate, because just like Steven Hernandez said, I got to pop that bad boy back up here. I don't think booking now and today's pay go hand in hand. And now it leads me to my second question. This is one of the ones I got asked one of the most, you know, because it says truck stop said loads will be booked at fair market value. How can this be enforced? Um, it's kind of like this, you know, as it turns out, at least with truckstop.com or the truck stop app, since they are just a platform, they won't have any say in the rates. Therefore, by definition, they won't be enforcing it, if you will. There's nothing really to enforce. But as my understanding is like this, carriers, for the most part, set the market rates. I know a lot of people are going to argue with me, especially brokers. Um, I'm not into all that. But it's basically carriers, drivers are essentially the ones who set the market rates because of this. At the market rate for a lane between, you know, like a lane, uh, A and B, it's like 2000 bucks and a broker posts that load for let's say 1300 bucks that load is probably gonna sit you know what i'm saying it's because it's cheap it's not market rate therefore the broker um is not gonna move that shipment for the rate that he wants it to the only way that that shipment will move if he ups the rate to something more realistic and once that you know once that rate is more realistic you know the driver accept it therefore I'm saying that's more like market rate than anything else. It honestly would not make sense for a broker to pay for the system. Cause like I said, brokers are the only ones who have to pay to access these broker or excuse me, these booking out features. So it would not make sense for a broker to use this feature or definitely pay for it every month. If they're just going to book cheap freight. I don't know how this system more evolved. Definitely, you know, as the days and months go on here, but I do know one thing. Brokers cannot use this system to book cheap carriers or to post cheap freight because it's going to sit. I know a lot of people in the freight group say, you know, all these cheap carriers taking this freight, blah, blah, blah. You know, I've been on all sides of the fences here. been on the shipper, broker, and carrier side. That's not exactly how it works. I know a lot of people think it is because the brokers are telling you, but I'm telling you. That's not how it works. Of course, you're, you know, when a broker offers you some shit rate, you're going to call back and he's going to be like, oh, buddy, I actually, you know, sold that 500 less than your quote. That's BS. <laughs> tell them to, uh, you know what you can tell them. Because that's not how it works. I've been there, done that. So to answer, you know, about the truck stop said, loads would be booked at fair market rate. How can this be enforced? In a nutshell, it can't be enforced. Yes, they said it would be based on fair market value. 
But as I just explained, fair market value, as it turns out, is based on what the carrier says is fair. But like I just said, if a carrier or a ship, ugh, shipper or broker posts a low for like, say two grand, go from point A to point B, and that broker makes a rate for like 1,200, that's gonna sit because no carrier is gonna grab it. I know a lot of carriers think they will, but no one's gonna grab it. So that's just how it is. I see another question from Steven again. He says, I've never, or excuse me, I've seen under where it says book it now, there's a comment section that says under these conditions. Um, yeah, I guess draw your lines. Yeah, I'm with you there. Um, again, on that book and now, you know, when you see the load, I wish I could pull it up, but I do not have access to it because again, I'm not a broker or a carrier or a dispatcher at that. Um, but you will see all the load information minus the shipper name and the receiver name. So you can't just be looking up and like, you know, oh, um, John Deere has a load, you know, shipping right now. Let me just call him and get it. That's not how it works, but it is going to give you for general freight, you know, like the information there and kind of move on. I see the other comment like JB Hunt. I'm imagining that's what the rating probably. So I'm not, I'm not familiar with JB Hunt at all. I know a lot of people ask me about that JB Hunt 360 app or the JB 360, something like that. I've seen my gatch last year. I know they had a pretty impressive booth, but I, I'm, I'm not familiar with their app. So I'm not sure how it works, but that pricing, you know, scale, I want to touch upon that again. The pricing scale is like this. Okay. I'm going to speak from my experience in the brokerages I work at. Sometimes you hear drivers say I was first offered, you know, 1600 bucks. I said, no, now the driver, now the broker is offering me two grand. Was he trying to make a 400, you know, 400 bucks on me? Um, what is going on? Sometimes yes. But from my experience, a lot of times, no. You know, when brokers are throwing these rates out in the wind willy-nilly, it does um, a disservice to the industry when that broker is not familiar with market rates or has, you know, basic market knowledge. Uh, it definitely does a disservice and it's kind of almost a slap in the face to drivers who do know the markets. You know what I'm saying? I, I see the post of comments all the time from drivers. You know, a lot of screenshots people try to post in the group, freight brokers and truck drivers, about cheap freight and examples of cheap freight in the industry. It's like this. There's inexperienced brokers, just like there's inexperienced drivers, inexperienced dispatchers and all that. You just have to cut through the noise, you know, look through the noise and look for the good brokers, just as brokers have to look for the good carriers and we can all look for, you know, good rates. Like I was saying earlier, you know, brokers are supposed to post these loads at fair market value. I can already tell a lot of people in the beginning, especially in the beginning, um, maybe a lot of these megas, those are the ones that come to my head first, are going to try to post as cheap freight on these low boards. Well, it's going to be interesting when they see that chief rate not going anywhere. And so I just hope, you know, my recommendation for these apps, I don't care who it is. Um, hopefully truck stop gets it there first. Um, hopefully they don't already have it or be kind of, you know, uh, speaking away from it. But anyways, I hope they put like a bid or like a negotiation or even rate this rate. You know what I'm saying? So if a broker posts a load from like Atlanta to Chicago, 2000 bucks, hope, you know, I, it would be cool if, you could post on it like uh, this rate sucks or this rate's good or this rate's, you know, it's um, it's fair. You know, something like that, maybe a thumbs up, thumbs down, you know, all that jazz, something like that. I hope to see it because that would also help brokers. You know, <coughs> when I used to do a lot of broker training, you know, helping freight agents, definitely don't do a lot of that anymore. But one of the things I used to tell agents was don't be afraid to educate your shipper. Don't be afraid of the job title. You know, don't be afraid to tell people um, you know, it's true or your knowledge, like use that knowledge, use your experience for your benefit. Because one thing that I know of this industry, no one knows anything. We rely on everybody, 
you know, we're just coming up with stuff, you know, as we go along. Um, so educate your brokers. That's the only way this crap like the book it now is going to work. You know, like I said, it's going to work. It's just going to take time. Nothing's easy, um, you know, right from the beginning. But anyways, I kind of got on a squirrel moment there. The last part of that is what if I want to ask for more money? Okay. This question was also asked a lot and I'm going to answer it very simply. You know, um, if they want to ask for more money or if you're a driver, you see a good load, let's say from ABC Logistics on a booking now for 1500 and you're like, man, good load gets me home, but I want, you know, 1700 Well, you can actually click call that broker, click, you know, email that broker and you call them up and ask for it. But now completely go around the idea of booking now. Therefore, that shipment won't truly be a booking now shipment. Therefore, that question is kind of irrelevant for the booking now. But I wanted to add that because... As I said, it's going to get interesting. And just like Steven said earlier, you know, it's uh, the book and now rates that are going to be posted are probably not going to match up in the beginning with the actual market rates. But again, I definitely see it working down the road. You know, once more people start using it, start giving their input, start educating their brokers and shippers. And once brokers start seeing more freight is sitting, they're probably going to understand that the rates rates. Anyways. Um, I guess, you know, you need to leave with a takeaway. So I guess a takeaway, um, at least my takeaway, so I'm not a broker nor a carrier. I can actually look at these systems and load boards, you know, to be honest, without a biased opinion. You know, I don't have any emotional response towards one side or the other. Um, but I do think Book It Now is a big step in freight automation or more automation in the trucking industry. You know, as much as, you know, a lot of us, mainly the older generation, you know, the veteran truck drivers of the industry, I know they don't want to adapt to this, you know, all, all to this new age technology. But the fact is, this new age technology is here. It's evolving. You know, machines are getting smarter. And it's definitely going to be interesting to see the changes over, you know, the next couple of years, even in the coming months. It's only March. By December, I'm going to definitely see uh, what's going to be interesting with all these technologies, not just, you know, with the book and now. I know a lot of us, you know, especially me, I'm kind of weird about machines getting smarter. Think about that. Machines getting smarter. However, again, like I'm saying, I'm interested to see how it can make our lives easier. Um, something more than that line I said at the beginning. Drivers, there's a lot more benefits for drivers than just having more time to grow their business or spend time with family. That's a generic response. I think a better response is, you know, drivers will be able to book freight without speaking to brokers at fair market value to book more freight. It would be awesome to just book a freight, you know, book a load, get to the shipper, get loaded. Maybe a day before you get to the receiver, your app would know by your location, by your hours available, by the criteria set, such as minimum rate, minimum miles, areas I want to go to. It would be awesome just to see, you know, like uh, driver Craig, you have another load. As soon as you get empty, go pick it up here. It'll be awesome or even better if that rate is for the minimum. Let's say I put the app that I want my next load to be minimum 1400 bucks. It's going to be awesome when the app books me a freight or my next load at like 1500 bucks, okay, or 1600 bucks. You see what I did there? It's going to eliminate the need for a dispatcher. A lot of carriers usually use dispatchers because they don't have time to book their own freight. The stuff's getting smarter, people. You already pay for it. <laughs> you know, you already pay for this. You're paying for systems. Um, or paying for people like dispatchers book break because you don't have time. And basically, they're using your load boards that you already pay for. These load boards, these apps are going to you know, be a game changer. At least that's my opinion on that. Uh, Gerald Johnson, who's actually Trucker G. Sometimes I don't recognize that because I know him as Trucker G. But he said, you also take the chance of somebody booking it out for a mound you. 
Yeah, you're exactly right. I'm just hoping with the book and now, you know, it's, um, dude, that, that kind of reminds me or that kind of gave me a first thought. I'm wondering uh, how brokers are kind of play with this. I wonder if it, if two carriers or two drivers at the same time book that freight, wonder who gets it. I'm talking about the exact same time, not like a second or two. What if it's booked at the exact same time? Who gets it? What's the criteria as a human deciding that? Or is it this, um, you know, or is that the machine here? The next question is, is there, is he bid options on these booking now loads? No, that's actually what I was saying. That's what I hope is going to be next. Right now, there's no bidding option or the negotiation option for the booking now, at least within the truckstop.com app that I know about. But I'm hoping that option will be available soon because I just said, I'm all, you know, I'm all about educating our partners that we work with, whether it's educating our brokers, educating our shippers, if we're a truck driver, or educating our shippers or a broker um, and all that jazz. So right now there's not a bidding option, which um, I, I knew what you meant the bid. Right now there's not the bidding option there or negotiate or ask for a better rate, but I'm hoping at least like a comment about this rate and you can give honest feedback about that rate. I'm hoping it will come about because if you think about it, it will honestly help brokers. Let me just think about it. If they get a list of, let's say they post a load from Atlanta, Chicago, and they put a thousand bucks on it. I get it's crazy rate. It's no one's gonna move it. But let's say they put a thousand bucks. Well, if they get, you know, 150 carriers saying this rate is crap, well, they're probably gonna know they have to raise that rate next time. I like that idea. Hopefully it comes out next. Uh, Trucker G says that technology exists. Give me a call. I tell you all about it. I know a few tools um, about that. You know, uh, Trucker G tools about that. Catch my drift. Anyways, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's all I got basically about that. Oh, no, actually, I'm sorry. It's not just, you know, earlier I said the word new age technology. I kind of like that word, so I'm going to keep using that. But Book It Now is not this only or not the only new age technology or feature that's out there. Also, if you guys notice, there's a lot new, there's a lot more rate transparency tools that are out there as well. Not just a truckstop.com rate analyst tool that's been out there for a while, but systems like Sonar. Everybody knows I'm learning Sonar. I'm not going to pop Sonar on today. I just don't have the energy to go through it. Uh, but systems like that or transparencies or rate transparency systems is definitely a game changer. We always wonder what the rate should be or what's it going to be or when's the market going to flip. No wonder anymore. We just get a system, look right into it, and we kind of see it. I know brokers don't like drivers having access to all the rates because, you know, the comments I've been hearing is, well, drivers don't understand all the markets. Yeah, they do. <laughs> they probably don't understand the shipper markets of when it's the time to ask for more money, when the time to back down on the money, but they definitely know the markets. And that's why I like the truckstop.com rate and analyst tool, and especially Sonar. Um, as I'm learning Sonar more, I'll kind of pop it up more. I don't want to get into it too much yet because I have not dug in it too much since it was released. I, you know, I, I've been traveling, but I haven't looked into, I just saw that Sonar actually partnered up with truckstop.com, Freightway Sonar partnered up with truckstop.com or now on the hundred most, I wrote it down on the hundred most, um, I don't even know what they said. The, on, there's a hundred most used lanes or the biggest, heaviest lanes, a hundred of them. You can now access the truck stop rates right in the Sonar. I think this is cool because you can kind of follow the trend. What is truckstop.com showing for rates? What is DAT showing for rates? What is uh, FreightWave showing for rates? They kind of get a better understanding. I don't want to talk about that because like I said, it's for, I want to just talk about the booking now and all that stuff there. 
But um, anyways, you know, like I said, nothing's going to change overnight. You know, nothing will be perfect right when it launches. I know Book It Now has been available for from some companies for a number of months. DAT is releasing theirs in the coming months. It's not going to all be perfect in the beginning, and that's what drivers have to understand. Um, don't get too frustrated. It's definitely going to be frustrated a little bit. But if you are getting frustrated about it, see if your frustration is about not knowing how to use the app or not understanding the app versus what the app is doing. Does that make sense? Usually people like things when they understand it, if you will. But anyways, uh, Brenda, Brenda Jackson put, reminds me of the Uber Freight platform. The drivers that use Uber Freight like it because confirmation are sent instantly. Brenda, I'm with you. I used to, well, I still know a lady. I was about to say I used to know a lady. Still know her. But she books all her freight off of like the JB Hunt and the Uber because she doesn't want to talk to a broker. I asked her and that's what she told me. So I'm not just pulling that out of a hat here. She told me, I don't like talking to brokers. I want everything easy. I want everything right on the app. So I use Uber. You know, it's uh, Uber is probably one of the first, don't quote me on that, uh, one of the first ones that really make that technology mainstream. Definitely not going to be the last. You know, in this, uh, in this world, people who are successful don't reinvent the wheel. <laughs> they just uh, find a wheel and make it better. In this case, they find someone who already released some technology and they make it better. That's just how it is. Um, got it. I, I see what you're saying, Trucker G. Awesome. See, Trucker G, if you're not following his page, search for Trucker G on Facebook. You'll be able to find him. There's only one guy that looks like Trucker G. Take a look at here. Him and his wife does awesome stuff. They're vloggers. Um, I seen his wife just actually yesterday I was on the plane, ran into it. Don't ask me why. But she has a page too, and she's given helpful tips, tricks, resources out there to not only other truck drivers, but also truck the wives of truck drivers. Hopefully I said that right. Uh, from my understanding, she's not a driver, but maybe she is. But anyways, that's Trucker G. Um, Anyways, I have one more thing on my notes here. I did see a quote or maybe read a quote from Craig Fuller, and he was saying, uh, let me find it here. I want to find it because usually when I find quotes, I write them in my quote thing. Oh, okay. Craig Fuller, Craig Fuller, the CEO of Freightwave said, he sees trucking evolving very similar to how the financial markets evolved in the late 90s in respect to technology changes all at once. Not too sure about, you know, the financial markets evolving in, you know, the late 90s. I was born in 91, I'm a 90s baby, so I you know, I wasn't around for that. Uh, but I can only imagine, I think there was a lot of human stock people on the floors and now it's all technology. So that's what I got you know, out of that for that takeaway. Um, but enough with all that, you know, enough with the booking now. That's basically, I'm going through my notes. That's basically all I got. But I do want to mention something. Um, if you guys have questions, I'll go through it. I can't go through it on the watch party yet until afterwards. So I'll check those questions once, once we're done. Um, but yeah, I wanted to say kind of uh, what I did this weekend, see what you guys did this weekend. You know, this weekend, it was very eventful for me. Um, I guess I had to extend a weekend, if you will. Started on Wednesday, I believe, last week. You know, change of plans resulted in me driving my car um, to my new house in Illinois. You may have known, if you guys are a regular watcher, I'm moving out of Phoenix back to Illinois. I've been here for about two and a half years. Came down here for a contract. That contract ended, you know, within six months. I decided to stay. I absolutely loved it. Anyways, it's time to go back home, time to get back near family, time to continue on my empire, my long-term empire dreams, and it's definitely not here in Phoenix. But anyways, I left Phoenix last week, you know, on Wednesday morning, stayed at my little brother's in Kansas for like a day, day and a half, then drove the rest of the way to Central Illinois um, the next night, then, you know, that next morning I just flew home, which was yesterday. If you have me on Facebook, you've probably seen my post, um, you know, see my post on my Facebook group. Talking about, I felt like I flew on a flying coronavirus. Hopefully, I'm just kidding about flying on a 
flying coronavirus. But let me tell you, people, these people on this plane were like sneezing, coughing, doing that whole sneezing, coughing thing up in their elbow, you know, all over the plane in these very tight quarters. It was driving me nuts. I was sitting there, of course, I had a cheap seat. I don't spend extra money on the seats because I'm cheap that way. So I'm sitting like in the middle and this person over here is like, uh, this person over here is like, uh, and I'm just like, oh, Jesus, get me off this plane. <laughs> it's, um, I don't like when people do that, you know, sneezing or coughing on their shoulder and closed corners. Not a germaphobe by any means, but man, I, you would think that's just like common courtesy, especially common, uh, I don't know, respect in public spaces. But I don't think, um, I, I definitely will. Trucker G, give me a few, and then I will here. I don't think I'm, <coughs> here I am, <clears throat> sorry. I don't think um, I'm sick from that because it's only been a day. But man, <laughs> I feel all sorts of weird today and I overthink everything. So I think it's, of course, a coronavirus, but I know it definitely not. But anyways, that was my trip back. On my trip to Illinois, I, I noticed a few things. I actually noticed three things. And let me tell you, I understand, you know, three driver's issues more than ever now. Parking, uh, lack of decent or healthy food options, and the shady areas of sleep between in your case, be shipper and receiver. But in my case, it's a shady sleeping areas between like my starting point and destination here. You know, obviously I don't drive a truck, but when I drive long distances, I tend to stay at, you know, like truck stops in the front or um, like in a Walmart parking lot and eat fast food along the way. Basically I do that because if the hotels are the only available hotels, amenities or like HBO, I don't do it because that equals bag bugs. <laughs> anyways, I've done this a lot, but this time was definitely rough. You know. Around like 2 a.m., I was good to go. When I left Phoenix, I left, you know, that morning. I was good to go for like 2 until like 2 a.m., and I was out. You know, so I'm like, let me just find a parking lot here. All the, you know, like a truck stop. All the parkings at the truck stop, they were full. Where cars usually parked in the front, I had like sprinters, straight trucks. I saw like some day cabs or whatever parked up in there or backed up in there. We're talking about the rest stops too. You know, the exit ramps, all that jazz. I did find a couple places to park, you know, in the beginning. But like I said, those places are like sketchy. I was, uh, you know, some places I did see trucks there. I'm like, oh, it must be all right. They're here. But I'm like, mm, probably going to get robbed in the middle of the night. Have my windows busted in. You know, something like that. It's one of those places to see was one eye opens. But not only that, the only food between like midnight or like 1130 and I guess until the morning, it's basically like fast food and not even good fast food. It's just McDonald's. I didn't even see like a Subway or a Jimmy John's or Chipotle open. We had McDonald's. I don't really eat McDonald's. I can definitely go ham on like a double cheese every once and again, every once in a while, but I don't do McDonald's, okay? This whole time, I think it was just everything at once. You know, I was tired, couldn't find parking. I was hungry, couldn't find food. You know, again, I was tired and couldn't find, you know, the only options are shady places. I kept thinking to myself, how in the hell does drivers put up with this crap? Like day in and day out. I, I see a lot of y'all in the group, but like I've been doing this crap for 30 years. Man, I did that for two days. I was already pulling out my hair. You know, like, man, drivers have it rough. And I'm saying that honestly. You know, it's, um, I'm sure a lot of y'all already figured out. I'm sure, you know, you guys pack lunches, you know, pack your refrigerator full, nowhere to park every day. But people who are new, let's say, or people are just being thrown out there, or, you know, just regular cross country travelers like myself, it's kind of rough out there. You, uh, you know what I'm saying? It's kind of rough. It used to be a lot easier years ago when I used to drive back and forth from Houston, Illinois. It was easy. Find a truck stop, pull right in, 
you know, eat some good food. That's when I used to eat buffets. So I don't, I don't get near buffets anymore. But like, eat at a good family diner, sleep at a truck stop, bum it out for a couple days. It was all good. Can't do that anymore. Now I understand more and more and more why drivers have issues and all these complaints that they talk about, you know, online and in the Facebook groups. Definitely valid. I just hope more people talk about them and people, I mean, you know, companies or people with influence, like larger companies, um, you know, truck stop, people like that. I hope more people talk about them. It's kind of funny more when I'm talking about parking issues here, when I think one of the truck stops like TA or something last week just had that email leak where they were basically profiting off of drivers. Um, but anyways, that's all I got. I'm just ranting. Uh, match is coming up. I think it's in two weeks. You know, it's at the end, like 26, 27, 28, something. I'm going to be hanging out with truckstop.com, of course, at their booth and walking around, hopefully meeting people, you know, people in the group, other people at the event. I had a great time, met a whole bunch of people at Gats looking to do the same at Match because I'd never been. I actually received, I was talking to someone, I'm going to find him. I was talking to someone in the group today asking about the Mats and who's saying it may get canceled. So I asked Truckstop or Truckstop sent me an email and they said, uh, they sent to me right before here. Let me see what they said. Okay, from the Truckstop, they're saying that blah, blah, blah. The trucking show, the Mats and March is still going on. They're saying that Mats released an update on their website, truckingshow.com slash COVID-19-update is a website. They're saying the event is still going on. They will keep us update, updated. They're monitoring. We're watching closely to see what happens. So it's still going on. I guess the show must still go on. Awesome. Trucker G's going. I get to meet him in person. That's awesome. That's cool. That's cool. Like I said, there's a lot of people there. It's interesting when you put the people you see or meet on Facebook, you know, and, and, you, and you like meet them because all these people you interact with or see, it's like you know them. Then when you meet them in person, like, oh, nice to meet you because even though we've been talking for years, just now meeting you. I don't know. I find that interesting. I don't know if y'all, you know, there's that guy named Shaggy, um, Anthony, coach here with Shaggy's Consulting Training. I talked to that dude for like six years before I met him. I just met him last year. Like I talked to his, you know, wife, kids, him for like six years. And I just met him last year. <laughs> and so it was a good deal. But anyways, I need to go drink tea, drown myself in some Dayquil, um, get to bed here, I guess, early. But anyways, I'll see you all tomorrow. In the meantime, remember, say no to, say no to cheap freight. Remain professional and let's make more money in 2020. Remember, everybody, wash your hands. <laughs> Stay away from Nazi people at truck stop. And if anybody's like a chewing at you or in their shoulder, go wash your hands again. Don't catch that coronavirus. That's all I got. I'll see everybody tomorrow. See you later.